Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast. I'm Andretta. And I'm Akila, And we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about? Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today. So we can take control of our health. We give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health, mental wellness, and nutrition for brown women all over the world. Once you know what choices you have, you can do better because we know the struggle is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hey, 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 Akila. Hello, 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 everybody. Hi, Andretta. Hi, Akila. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Oh, that's right. You are hanging in there. Um, yeah. Do we need to bring the audience up to date? By the time they, by the time we, they hear this, uh, this will be a memory. It'll, uh, it'll be a, a, a closer than distant memory. <laughs> so well, why don't you tell everybody what happened? Well, um, on Sunday, I think that was Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, on Sunday, we had a winter storm in Texas. You know, they get cold weather. It was a little bit colder than normal. Everybody was like, okay, it'll pass. And then that cold weather turned into very, very nasty, slick ice. And that turned into strong winds. That turned into more snow. That turned into an extreme power outage. Um, and so a couple of things are happening, right? People are like, oh, okay, it's no big deal. It happens to everybody. But the problem is that Texas is not equipped to handle such extreme weather conditions. It's the, it's the South. So you have slick roads and they're putting sand down instead of salt to try to melt the ice or try to control the tires and the tread on the ice, which is not working. Then you have actual snow, like inches of snow, maybe like an inch, maybe an inch, quarter inch of snow. Again, in the South, they can't take it. But the biggest problem was not necessarily the snow and all of that. It was the power outage. So lots and lots, I want to say millions, not even lots. Let's put it into real numbers. Millions of people don't have power. Even right now, it's been, what is this? Today is Saturday. So it's almost been a week. It's been six days. And you still have people who have not had heat, not had water, um, you know, all types of stuff that's going on. And it's been in and out for people. It's getting better, but it's been rough. It's been rough. So uh, for those of you who don't, and if you've never heard the previous episodes, Akila is in Houston, Texas. I am in the Chicagoland area. Yes. And she moved there recently, so she hasn't been there very long. And so this is what greeted her uh, a few days ago. And, but there was a great silver lining for her because when we, she and I were looking at the best places to live in Houston, Texas, she chose an area called uh, Midtown. And as it turns out, she found out that the building that she lives in in Midtown is on the same grid as the hospitals. Is that correct, Kilo? Um, yes, the building that I live in is on the same grid. So Texas is made up of grids. Uh, they are not in conjunction with any other states as far as federally regulated electricity. Texas is le- legit its own country. And so they have their own power system. And so they have it operated by grids. And the grids are disproportionate to a whole bunch of factors. 
And no one really, I mean, everyone knew it, but no one paid attention to it until this happened. So fortunately for me, I was on the grid where um, there's a hospital right across the street from me. Hospitals never go out on the grids. So I was fortunate to, cont- uh, I never lost power. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very good. Uh, all I can say is God is good that you didn't lose power. And you were very fortunate to be able to continue. Uh, I think you had to probably help a few people out that did, did. lose power, which was I great did. on your on your Our part. Our entire building um, helped a lot of people because we literally are like the lone shark in a sea of darkness. So, you know. Okay, so we know what's <laughs> happening with you. <laughs> that has been my life for the past six days. So what's I was going on do, with you? I, I was going to do a breaking news, but I think that is the breaking news. <laughs> the news is this. I'm going to tell y'all something. The news is this. Um, stay prepared. That's my key thing. I can take away and say this to anybody that's listening. I don't care what state you're in. You know, Texas never thought they would see a natural disaster such as a snowstorm of this magnitude. Dallas always kind of sees snow every now and again or sees extreme temperatures. So that was they're further north, yeah. Right. So that 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 was kind of normal, although it was a little bit unprecedented for them too. But just the fact that Houston, Texas, which is closer to um, what is it, the equator from Dallas. So we get humid temperatures to see such freezing temperatures. It just helps you to understand how preparedness is key. So one of the things I noticed is that uh, they were roasting Texas on on uh, social media, the states that get snow all the time and making, you know, all kind of little jokes about it. And the people in Texas are like, you guys just don't understand. This is not a joke. Yeah. This is serious. And I guess they were roasting them because, you know, they in Chicago, we're sitting here looking at probably about three feet of snow right now. And, yeah. it's, and so it's, but, uh, you know, but it's, it's different because we are prepared for that. Uh, somewhat. Right. It's the, it's, well, it's the Midwest. The Midwest is traditionally known to have that kind of weather. So you can't put a new weather atmosphere in a part of the world that's never had that before. Yeah, and it that, may seem light to y'all, but over here, you got people who don't even have winter coats because it never gets super cold. People who were wearing shorts last week because it was 60, early 70, and now you're talking about uh, one degree and in a matter of days. These people don't know nothing about that. So it's easy to roast, but you know what? If I was living in Chicago still and I heard what was going on here, I probably would have been like, yeah, too. But as an outsider looking in, and to me, it wasn't a lot of snow. It was actually, this was a light experience. But again, it's being It was more equipped. about the power. Yeah, and it was more about equipped. the power going they out They were not anything. equipped with any of this. And that power going out is the main, just became a domino effect. So- Stay prepared, y'all, for anything. Get yourself one of those disaster relief kits off Amazon. Get yourself (laughs) some canned foods. Stay with some water um, because it's all fun and games until you actually need that kind of stuff. And just so you know, it's not fun and games up here in the Chicagoland area either because for the first time, what we're looking at is uh, this new terminology that they came up with. What is not new, but everybody is fearful of is ice dams. Uh, Hanging off roofs, you see... Uh, look like snow cones upside down, freezing. Just but the ice dams are causing a lot of roof damage. So this this winter storm was unprecedented across the country. It created havoc almost everywhere. So we'll all be glad when we can get some higher temperatures 
And also up here, we worried about the melting snow. When the snow melts, it's going to be a disaster. So we, we're we not going to laugh at the people in Texas because, hey, we got things coming up up here in the northern states too. So anyway, enough about that. Let's jump right, right into what we're going to talk about today, which is we're going to talk about detoxing. So we're going to uh, talk about how it's gotten a bad rap. And we're going to also list some of the ways that we detox. So before we jump into that, though, let's hear a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back. All right. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching, have pain in unexplained places? At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. There are 10 wildcrafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well Anti-Inflammation Tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15. All right, all right, we're back and we are discussing detoxing today. Um, something that myself and Andretta are very, 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 very familiar with in many different capacities. Um, but we're going to break it down for you guys today as far as the good, the bad, the in between, the proper ways and not so proper ways to do detoxing. Yes. Um, not all detoxes are the same. Um, and detoxing has really gotten a bad rap over the last few years. Has it? Mm-hmm. That's because some of them are really I- dangerous. Um, hmm. it, you know, and they have, they have fake detoxes too. <laughs> well, yeah. You know how you see on, well, you may not see, well, you might see this on Facebook. Like on Instagram, for instance, you have a lot of influencers and they're always promoting like flat tummy tea and they're promoting um, lollipops that are made like legit lollipops that are made to detox you. And it's just like, is that a detox? So now you have younger people, even some older people who've never done a detox, they're looking at this and they're like, oh, all I got to do is just suck on a lollipop or drink a tea. And that's it. And it's just like, these teas are diuretics. They're not detox. Listen, this is, it's, it's really bad because uh, again, that's why the, the word uh, detoxing has gotten a bad rap because it can lead to serious health issues like dehydration, uh, malnutrition, uh, vitamin and mineral deficiencies. It can elevate your blood pressure, blood sugar, cause stomach issues. So they are not all the same. So when you make that decision to do a dedicated detox, it's important that you follow a plan that provides the uh, proper nutrients you're going to need every day. So, uh, and really and truly, if you want to know the truth, uh, real people get real results using comprehensive whole foods to detox. But that's just something that, you know, sometimes detoxes are referred to as cleanses, you know, because, you know, they, that's how they maintain. It's like a health trend. You know, devotees will tell you it'll help rid the body of your toxins, give your digestive system a much needed break, which it does. Uh, and the intended result is to feel younger and healthier. But here's the thing about detox. There's no such thing as a quick fix. And some people use detoxes as a quick fix. They think, mm-hmm. oh, if I just detox for a few days, then it'll fix all that bad food and alcohol and all the bad habits I've been doing for the last 15 years with a detox. And we know that that's not true. 
It's, it's not. There's no such thing as a quick fix. It's not. And I used to be one of those people back in my younger years where uh, I would think that, okay, let me, I've been partying way too hard this summer. Let me go ahead and do a quick fall detox and get rid of all this and all of that. And the problem with that kind of mentality, not only is it not a quick fix and you think it is, but if you don't have the right understanding of what, first, what you were doing to your body, and then second, what a detox will do, and then third, what to do after that detox, well, then I'm not going to say you wasted your time because, I mean, you're yeah, kind of no, strengthening no, you your muscles have. to understand. Well, you are in a sense of what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I will say that because I used to have that mentality, I was wasting some time in some, certain areas. But doing those periodic detoxes, even if I did have the wrong mentality, has led me up into a point where now when I do want to do a, a proper cleanse detox the right way, not only do I know better, but my um, discipline muscle has strengthened. So. It, it it's it's now it's a it's a better opportunity for me to do the right thing and I can stick to it longer because I flex for three or four or five days before in the past periodically so I know I what my body can do in that time frame you know what I mean I do I do I do and, and that leads us to talk about some of the more popular let's let's talk about the different types of detoxes there are three. Uh, yeah, let's go with the first one and this is a real popular one it's where you replace your food with liquids uh do you remember? I don't know if you remember when Oprah did a detox and she only drank uh, juice for, I can't remember how many days, but... She got super small. She got super small. And remember she came out and she had all of the fat on, on the, and she had the fat <laughs> on the little, uh, on the wagon that she yeah, pulled it I out. That. She had finished a juice, all juice detox. Was that all juice? It was all liquid. Andretta, why would someone want to do a three, five, or 10 day juice cleanse? Well, okay. So here's the theory behind you. Juice. Most people who do these also are looking to lose weight, just so you know. Okay. That is one of, that's why juice cleansing or smoothie cleanses is arguably the most popular because you replace solid food with a selection of fruit and mm-hmm. uh, vegetable based juices. So that's one of the reasons. And, and typically they use fresh pressed uh, juices and uh, they're packed with nutrients. So if you go heavy on the veggies, I mean, they could be a great addition to your diet. I think a person, everyone should have a juice a day anyway, whether you are trying to do a cleanse or whatever you're doing, this is a great way to get your, uh, what is it? I think they're up to nine servings now of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. A great way to get it is in your juice. So, but you have people who would go between three and 21 days and they would only drink juice. Okay. I've been that person. You've been that person? <laughs> the longest I've done a juice cleanse is 28 days. You did a 28-day juice I did. When I was in my early 20s, when I was back working uh, at uh, DeVry. Aha. And it was a a powder. Remember that? When I used to have like powdered juices and you put it in water? Yes. And actually, you put me on to that cleanse. I may have. (laughs) Who knows? I've done everything. It was one of those sustainable type of cleanses where you didn't necessarily always have to do fresh press. They like did some type of pressed powder or whatever. And um, they made it easy for you. So they they just 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 poured a powder. And I seen those where they just pour powders over into water. And again, you know, typically with these liquid detoxes, you're removing all the protein and fat from your diet. 
just so you know. Mm -hmm. So you you don't have any of that. So a lack of protein and fat means you'll spend your entire detox feeling hungry. (laughs) Yeah. You know, also when you're doing that, you got to be careful because you can get low blood sugar, brain fog, and fatigue. Yeah. And also when it comes to protein, you, you, so one of the things too, is if you work out a lot and by working out, I mean, if you lift, like if you do weight training Mm -hmm. and you decide to do a juice cleanse for an extended amount of time, recognize the fact that, like she said, you're putting, you're taking out a lot of protein. Your muscles need protein to rebuild after you've been tearing them down. So you're going to lose some muscle mass. There's no way around that. Um, so you've been working hard in the gym. You're getting yourself nice and tight and toned. And then you say to yourself, oh, I want to do X, Y, Z. That's not to say that you can't get it back. Just recognize the fact that when you deplete your body like that, after you've been doing something a certain kind of way for a long time, it's going to be gone for a second. That's why you see some of these people, when they finish those cleanses, they look like their heads have gotten really big and their bodies yeah. have gotten small. They look deflated. <laughs> people, people look deflated. They don't look... They don't look healthy and vibrant, they look kind of deflated and limpy a little bit because they here's don't the other have protein intake. Everybody I know gain all the weight back. Well, yeah. Well, and that's that's why you shouldn't be doing juice cleanses to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You just shouldn't. There's other reasons why you would do a juice cleanse, such as, like I said earlier, if you wanted to just maybe give your digestive uh, tract a rest, there is a such thing as that. And if you want to go extreme and do a three-day, which is that extreme, depends on the person. But if you don't want to eat anything and you want to do juices for three days, by all means, three days is not that long of a time frame to give your digestive tract a, a rest. There's other ways to do it. But if you want to go that way, nothing wrong with that. Also, you got to understand too, you can't just be going and getting Minute Maid juices. You can't <laughs> Not be Minute going Maid. To get you didn't simply, say Minute Maid, did you? <laughs> simply whatever. You oh, can't be goodness. doing all these pasture, pasteurized juices thinking that you're doing a juice cleanse. No, you're going to have to either juice real live fruits and vegetables yourself and or invest in a company that can send you real live fresh pressed juices. Because that's just the long and short of it. You're not going to be able to do a juice fast with your regular mom and pop juices. There's just no way around that. And then thirdly, um, I feel like with juices, like you said, having a juice a day is important. I know for me, I uh, talked about this in one of our podcasts, about a couple podcasts back. I use uh, uh Real Raw Juicery. I forget the name of it. Lord have mercy. But I'll have it in the show notes. But I have them ship me out their cold-pressed fresh juices. And I freeze them. And I'll bring out three. And I'll have one every single day or maybe one twice a day. Like, I incorporate juices in my everyday life because I know from experience, I don't need to do three and five days juice detoxes anymore. There's no point to it. And that's a good point to make because, again, I, I, I believe in having one juice a day to get all of your fruits and vegetables uh, in to keep your body at optimal performance in terms of uh, helping you uh, detox from inflammation. So let's go to the next one. This is another popular one. It's called the liver detox. This is a hot trend too. Um, And it's so funny because I don't know if you know anything about physiology, you know, the liver detoxes itself all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. but there's another hot trend, and it's it's aiming the liver detox's aim is to boost your detoxifying system by improving your liver function. Now it sounds like a good idea, 
And it's never a bad idea to eat a diet that supports healthy liver function, by the way. I mean, but That's not you don't need saying. to do a formal detox in order to do so because the liver is well equipped to handle the toxins that we're most commonly exposed to. Yeah. Uh, so, and again, so we need, we need to be focusing on a diet that's rich in both raw and cooked fruits and vegetables and uh, include uh, for soluble fibers like beans and nuts and grains and limit your alcohol intake. So, and, yeah. and, and, and I think, too, I want you to repeat or I'll repeat it for you because that's important to say. No one is saying not to assist your liver in functioning better. What we're saying is that you don't have to necessarily do a strict liver detox when your liver is designed to detox already. Now, if you are going to partake in certain activities, alcohol, for example, which directly impacts your liver, um, then this will be the time for you to research and to get into your diet something like milk thistle. Milk thistle is a liver toner. It, it helps to strengthen the liver, uh, the liver among other things. So I'm not saying to take milk thistle and then just go drink your life away. No, what I'm saying is if you know your lifestyle and you know certain things that you're not going to be changing, then you should know also what to incorporate into your diet and routine to help assist your body to function with that. So milk thistle for yep. you drinkers is a, is a, is a little gem for you. Okay. So, and then let's go to the next one, food restriction. Now, this is another form of a detox where you can restrict certain foods or food groups as a way to flush the body of toxins. So by restricting or eliminating certain foods in your diet can be helpful under certain circumstances if, if you do it the right way. Okay. Well, what's and, the right way? Well, and here's a common one that if people remove food groups, it, it may cause them discomfort like gluten and dairy. Okay, you're actually detoxing your body when you remove gluten and dairy from your diet because, because some people, a lot, most people, not some people, a lot of people are affected by gluten and dairy, but they don't know it if they don't ever remove it. So if you remove it, you will be pleasantly surprised how different you may feel. And if you find that you feel a certain kind of way, a better way, in fact, by removing it, that may be a food that you don't want to put back into your diet. So that's actually a form of detoxing, okay? Because mm -hmm. you're restricting and eliminating foods. And it usually takes you about maybe a week or two to feel the difference. So you can't just remove it one day and say, oh, I don't feel anything. It don't work like that. If you've been eating gluten and dairy all your life, uh, you're going to need a few weeks it's to remove also it harder than you think. <laughs> I don't want anybody to sit here and fool themselves <laughs> thinking, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I could just give up. No, 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 no. If you have been eating a certain kind of way and if you enjoy food, you're going to learn that everything has gluten and everything has hidden dairy. Now, dairy to me is a little easier to get around um, than gluten. It, it's kind of like an obvious thing, but gluten is one of those sneaky little things. Um, and so if you can't fully restrict, like just go cold turkey, just start to pay attention first with what you're consuming at home and control that. And then you can work on what you're going to eat outside in the world because that's really where the problem comes in. And that's spoken from a, a real foodie by the gate. Yeah, guys. well, I'm speaking from <laughs> extreme experience. I was just telling Andrea this the other day that gluten is very hard for me to give up. 
Um, and I make conscious decisions too, and I pay for them consciously. So <laughs> like, like most people do, but you know what happens when you get that bloating and gas and that intestinal discomfort, sometimes people get constipation or diarrhea. Some people get skin rashes. Or uh, you get numb and you get you tingly get, yeah. and you get yeah. these weird sensations on your body and you're like, well, what, what is, is that? that? Right. And, and that's it has what, everything to do with food. Everything. And that's and that's amazing because people don't a lot of times don't associate the two together. Um, and I know sometimes Keela and I talk and she'll call me and she'll say, Mom, uh, I feel numb on my left side. And my what is my first question I always ask you, Keela? Did you have gluten? <laughs> that's my first question. Did you have gluten? And then she'll say, you know what? I did. <laughs> yeah, because, because it never happens right away. Sometimes, depending on how crazy you about to get down with certain, you'll, it'll it'll impact you right away. Other times, three, four, five days, and you forgot that you even had that little piece of whatever you had. And depending on your body's intolerance, that little piece is all you need. It's all you need. And I'll say this real quick before we move on to the next one. Um, so for me, sometimes when I know I've been doing too much and I do want to reset, I have been known to like take a pause with eating any kind of food and doing like a quick three day. And it's not for me to lose weight. It's not for me to um, see anything quick, but it's more so for me to just kind of reset what I know I was eating because of my food sensitivities and tolerances. So if I give myself a break from eating certain foods and let's say I am juicing because I don't have any reactions to juices and vegetables, I'll do that just to kind of reset myself on a on a gluten intolerance level, I don't know if that's the correct way. Um, dietitian, that's, 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 and that's correct. And that's correct. I mean, but... no, you're you're absolutely dead on it. Uh, eliminating foods from your diet is the best way to find out what is really affecting you. And you, most people would be shocked to find how many types of foods can affect you. Some people are actually affected by fruits, some fruits and some vegetables. There are some instances where you can't eat certain fruits and certain vegetables because they will affect you, but you'll never know that until you eliminate those things out of your diet. I'll tell you another one that I know everybody talks about this all the time is that sugar dragon. Eliminating sugar out of your diet will make you feel differently as well. Yes, it will. So, sugar is Sugar is a big one. You, sugar sugar you is a big one. Sugar is sugar is such a big one that you immediately feel the symptoms of like sugar withdrawal, like you like the sugar flow. That, yep. that got away from sh- uh, crack and they start to get all, you know, all of that. That's a real thing because their body is purging. Mm-hmm. Sugar does the same thing. Yes, it does. It makes you feel, uh, I've had people to report headaches, uh, people to report, I mean, and, and, and I mean, it'd be severe in some instances where people feel like they got to have some sugar to feel better. Um, and I mean, you know, you got natural sugar that's in your fruits, you know, which is a little different. Uh, but usually, I'm going to be honest with you, your body don't know the difference between the fruit the sugar in your fruit and the sugar that if you just ate some plain white sugar, your body really doesn't know the difference. So when you are eliminating sugar from your diet, you really have to eliminate all of it for a minute 
so that you can get it out of your system. So that's a whole nother type of cleanse, which we could spend all day talking about sugar. So let's go to the next one. The the final one is the colon cleanse. Oh my God. <laughs> now oh you know people God. be talking about cleaning their colon out. You okay, know, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm about to put, all right, TMI and vulnerability <laughs> moment, right? Go ahead and tell. So, I know you get ready to tell. <laughs> not too long ago, before I left to go to Texas, me and Entretta doing one of our mini health exploratory situations. Yeah, so we can come she, back and report to you guys. <laughs> exactly. So she decided, oh, I found this really great place and they do colon cleanses and they do it the, the functional way, the new way, the best way. And it's going <laughs> to be great. And oh, they're running a special and we should do it. Okay, Andretta, sure, because I've had colon cleanses in the past. And to my knowledge, it wasn't like unbearably ridiculous. It was it was uncomfortable, but you know, it was let me jump in here so I can make sure they understand. We're talking hydrotherapy here. Hydrotherapy okay. colon cleansing. H- a hydrotherapy like colon cleanse. Anybody cleansing. know, listen, a colon cleanse. Where they manually, where they manually remove the waste by flushing the colon with water. That's what a hydrotherapy is in case. Anyone doesn't know what that is. Yes. That's what Keela's talking about. Yes. Continue, Keela. They, they, she would have the hose. She would have the gallon of water. Oh, oh, oh Brian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see, and so, and so you want, you what you want is to not see nastiness. But anyway, so look, okay, so look. So the, the original way that I used to do is that she would put the hose up there. They would put the gallon of water and then she would press on your stomach and then all this and all of that. Ooh. Then he'll go, Andretta. Oh, well, you know, there's a hydrotherapy uh, where they do it. You can do it yourself and it's effective. And da, da, da. we get there. I think we ate before we got, got there. No, we were doing a uh, prolonged thing where mm-hmm. we were, doing, like, we were fasting. And you, yeah, we were fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Child, I get up there. That was one of the worst experiences <laughs> I've ever had in my adult life. I've never felt so much pain. I get there. First of all, the the setup is nice and peaceful. So that wasn't the part. It wasn't really intimidating, but it was like my stomach. My stomach felt like somebody took it and wringed it out like a dish rag and then just threw it back into the sink. It was ridiculous. Not only did nothing happen, everything (laughs) didn't happen there. It happened. In the toilet. So let me let me let me let me give you a visual. So we're laying on a bed, and they're actually putting this tube into your anus. You're putting in a tube. Yeah, you're putting the tube into your anus, and then they're flushing the water through to flush the colon through. You're flushing the water through. (laughs) Well, yeah, you. Yeah, well, I just laid there. We all and, had, well, I had control. She told me, turn the knob if you want more pressure. Turn well, it if you want to slow it down. Release this lever when you feel like you can't, you're about to eliminate. So I had all the control. And that's and that's probably where she failed because I kind of let the machine do what it do. I didn't try to change too many things, but it was so funny because when I'm in there and I'm watching all of this stuff come out of my body, then I put my clothes on and come out into the waiting room in the lobby and there's Keela sitting there and she's just sitting there like, la-di-da, la-di-da. I'm like, I said, you're done? I have been and, sitting there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she had been done because she didn't do it. Uh, the first she, it, 10 minutes, it was I was done. 
she, I was she, done. And honestly, you know, that's one way to do a colon cleanse. I mean, you know, there are other ways. Basically, what a colon cleanse is doing is promoting your bowel movement. Uh, let's just put it in simple yes. terms here, okay? So. Because the col- because the colon, and now this is the part about it, right? Is that, like she said, there is multiple ways to do it. The colon, to me, I mean, every every organ in your body is important. But that colon, because it's so connected to the gut, is something that you do want to pay attention to as far as like how often, what kind, and and the reasons why you poop. So if you find yourself not being regular, a colon cleanse the way we did it, I don't want to scare anybody off. For me, it just, I, I was so not ready that it just, my body wasn't ready for that. But I've taken digestive enzymes make me poop. Um, there are natural, yes. it's not a diuretic because a, du- a diuretic and it's totally a, different. It's totally different. Yeah. There are certain um, herbs that will make me have good bowel movements. So anything that's going to make you move and move regularly, it's helping your colon. No? Because see, what happens is the stuff gets stuck to the colon. So when you have years and years and years of buildup, even when you're having a bowel movement, you're only getting the lower part of your colon. You're not getting that waste that's stuck. And that's one of the reasons that I enjoy going, doing hydrotherapy at least, I go at least once a year to do it. I try to, you really should go more often because I know that I'm getting all that stuff that's just been stuck there for a long period of time. Now, there are other ways to get it out. I mean, if you have a diet high in soluble and insoluble fiber, that will also help clear out the waste. You know, um, I mean, these two types of fibers will remove the debris and the undigested food particles from the colon that can cause your bloating. what foods? Because that's what if someone doesn't know what that means? So what well, kind of foods? Well, fiber is soluble. You have beans. Don't forget those. <laughs> okay, yeah, beans. That's a that's a source of fiber. Um, I uh, there is a powder fiber that I use sometime and put in my smoothies that helps too. I have to remember the name of it so I can put it in the show notes. But uh, oh, I know what it is. It's psyllium. Psyllium. Oh, psyllium. Yeah, psyllium. That's a great way to add. And now you got to be careful with psyllium because it does it. It when you Ugh. put it in water, it puffs up. <laughs> you have to drink it immediately. You got to drink it drink fast. At least Twelve ounces behind it. Yes, and you have and to you drink have to water drink behind it. But it, it will, will do the, the trick. Out of you. But it will do the trick, you guys. It will remove some of that debris out of your colon. So, you know, there are other ways besides going and getting a hydrotherapy, you know, to get to get rid of some of that debris out of your colon. But we know colon uh, buildup is serious. That's why we have people now with colon cancer and those type of things. So you Young do want to... Yeah, you do want to protect that colon. So anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about why detoxes are really unnecessary and why they're so ineffective and give you some other Uh-oh. ways that you can detox, believe well, it or shake not. Shake the room, honey. People right. don't want to hear that. Okay, so we'll be right back after this message. Do you want to bulletproof your immune system to fight viruses during cold and flu season? A cup of Be Well Immunity can keep the doctor away and keep that immune system at optimal levels. There are eight wild-crafted, organic, hand-picked herbs that will do just that. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off your next purchase using code WELLHONEST15. All right, so we are back, and now everybody want to know why detoxes are really unnecessary. Now, in theory, in theory, detoxes are great. But the truth 
is they're unnecessary. They aren't the best way to improve your health. Believe it or not, your body has a built-in detoxifier, your liver. So the main function of your liver is to process the toxins and convert them into non-harmful compounds that the body can either utilize or remove. In other words, your liver does the grunt work when it comes to cleansing your body of the toxins in our environment. So what about results? Well, some detoxes deliver on some level. Otherwise, why would people do them if they did not deliver? And most people see positive uh, results. Usually it comes down to the weight loss though. Uh, when you do a detox, at least at first, you know, most people judge detoxes by the scale. You know, they get on the scale and say, oh, okay, this is what I weighed before I detox. Oh, this is what I weighed after I detox. So people will likely lose some weight on detoxes because they aren't eating any food. I mean, duh. So the weight loss <laughs> is due to the body's using, you know, this loss is due to the body using stored energy in the process and it releases water. So once a regular diet is resumed, the weight comes right back and the water is again retained. So that's one of the reasons why detoxes are kind of unnecessary because you're going to put it right back on. So in a nutshell, that kind of makes it ineffective. So if you're concerned, though, about supporting your health, there are so many things you can do that don't need to involve cleanses. Uh, and weight loss should not be your only goal, you know, when you're doing this. So the bottom line is, I guess the moral of the story is there are no quick fixes. No, <laughs> okay. there is not. There's um, no quick fixes. I am queen of the, I used to be queen of the quick fix. Let me tell y'all, I've been there and done that. And I'm here to tell you, it's all true. What has changed my entire journey of health and wellness has been incorporating things into a daily routine. So I take a digestive enzyme daily to help break down my food. Why? So that I can have an easeful impact on my colon while I'm eating. I can take some assisted herbs if I do feel like I need to regulate my bowel movements. And I may not do that daily, but it's incorporated into my routine where I know how regular I should be and how regular I actually am and how to balance that out. I will take my my greens in juice form. Why? Because I know depending on how busy I am in certain weeks, certain months, certain periods and seasons, I may not be getting enough greens that I feel like I should be getting daily because I know that greens are important. So what do I do? I'll drink a juice in the days, every day, every other day while I'm still eating how I normally eat. Because it's better than not doing it and then trying to cram a detox in because you feel like you've been depleted of everything. So small pieces of daily habitual habits will be more impactful than you doing these quick detoxes that you struggle to get through and then you end up only lasting one day and you end up beating yourself up about it and all this and all of that. It's no need for all of that. That's good advice, Keela. Uh, I mean, that's really good advice. Uh, and it takes someone like us who have tried everything. <laughs> everything. I mean, honestly. We're not, we're not just saying this uh, or reading from a script. We actually have tried all these everything. things. So, do so you we remember, act, yes. Andretta, do you remember, it just sprung to me. Remember the um, Master Cleanse? Oh, yeah. With cayenne, maple syrup, yes. lemons, that's and water. That's a popular one, too, by the way. Remember when that used to be a thing? Yes. We yes. were doing that before that became popular. We would did, and then remember when Beyonce did it, it went crazy. It did. You know? <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, she's late. Like, what? All right. <laughs> but everybody acted like it was all brand new. We had done it years and years like and years discovered. 
America, child. Listen, that was that used to be a struggle. Yeah, but let me tell you some other ways. Your body is not the only thing you need to detox. You got to detox your mind. Uh, so, you know, because stress is one of the biggest killers out here. It's not just what we eat. I hear people all the time talk about, oh, you know, I eat well and all of that, you know, and not too. But why, but why am I having high blood pressure, you know, when I eat well? Well, because you probably need to detox your mind. And you so also probably don't eat well. Well, people t- always say that, but they a lot of people just don't know what eating well is. So sure. I, I'm, I'm going to give them a break on that. That's why we started Brown Women Wellness, and that's why we're doing this podcast, so we can educate people on what that is. And that's why we bring special guests on all the time to talk about these things. So you guys, just stay with us, because we're going to always be talking about things that uh, we're going to always try to educate you. But uh, detoxing your mind is real simple. One of the biggest ones, take a social media break. Take the break. I'm telling you, take <laughs> the break. Social it's media. probably one of the best things you can do for your mental health outside of seeing a therapist. Because let me tell you something. Social media is one of those, those forces that will suck the life out of you and you don't realize it until you're like, operating in a different manner. You're like, why do I feel so weird? Why am I, why, why am I so, you're caught up in other people's energies because it's still an energy exchange, Mm -hmm. that phone and what you're looking at on Mm -hmm. a daily, sometimes hourly, hourly on a daily basis. And so a break, listen, 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 when I find that my hand is always reaching for my phone in the most obscene amount of times, that's when I know it's time for me to take a break. I'm actually currently going through a break right now because I was reaching for my phone way too much. Now, for job purposes, I have to be on social media, but the line gets blurred between what do you do for work and what do you do for branding and what do you do just to past the time. When I look up, I've been on social media for four hours. Yeah. Easy to do. I, I Trust me. You keep I keep uh, Facebook open on my computer and <laughs> I find myself sometimes like doing answering emails, but then I'll switch over there to the Facebook to see what they're doing. Then I go back to answering emails yep. and I'm like, this is insane. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yeah, we've been conditioned. So it feels like you're giving yourself a big old hug when you actually take that break because you're coming back to yourself. And then you find yourself like I went on a six month hiatus and I didn't I didn't intend for that to happen before I moved to Houston. I just it just ended up being that way. I couldn't take my psyche couldn't take all of everyone's opinions, all the things that were going on in the news and all this other kind of stuff. And I just had to detach. I will say this, though. With social media, you also have to curate what you view. For me, anything that makes me feel any kind of way other than light, love, uh, education, and education, I made that word up, and, and resourceful, I unfollow it. So I actually like my social media curation, but there's a such thing as too much of that. Um, and I also like to laugh. So sometimes when I'm in a mood or if I'm feeling some type of way, I'll get on social media because I know exactly the accounts to follow to make me laugh. So if you're going to be on social media, make sure you're taking in edification, taking in things that are going to uplift you, things that are going to give you information, factual information, and not just silly gossip, mind games, he said, she said, and all this other kind of stuff. That's my rant. Good advice. Good advice. So now we're going to go to uh, uh, ways that you could, other ways you can actually um, 
reduce, you can detox your body. And one of them is to reduce the inflammation in your body. So inflammation is everything. I mean, a constant inflammation of your body, your body is being slaughtered by inflammation. You have to really be careful there because that's where you start getting sick and start getting all these little diseases and coughs and viruses. So what I want to do is go and run through a list of uh, uh, anti-inflammatory foods. And this will help you detox your body by just adding these foods to your list. And I'm going to start with the top one. And it's almost in everything now. You see it everywhere and it's turmeric. Uh, Turmeric is, you see turmeric in almost everything. Why? Because, and they don't even know why, if you want to know the truth. People just started... uh, eating turmeric and drinking turmeric and making turmeric teas. And they found out that, you know, people who did this, it reduced the inflammation in their bodies. And they still are researching that, by the way, to try to figure out what is it in that simple ingredient that's making that happen. But that is also one of the ingredients that we have in our Be Well anti-inflammation tea. Mm -hmm. We got 10, 10, you hear me? 10 herbs that do mm-hmm. what they do, okay? And mm-hmm. turmeric is just one of them. If you and they do it well. Uh, listen, they do it well. I mean, can you imagine having 10 anti-inflammatory herbs in one tea? Listen. That's, that's the key right there, okay? Yep. So yep. you, you want to nev- attack inflammation on every level. Yes, I mean, every level. And that's why we put 10 in there. I mean, listen, what it's do not we have? cheap. It's not cheap to put 10 in there. Oh, gosh. It's you not. So we have holy basil leaf. Yep. Cat's claw. Yep. Celery seed. Cinnamon chips. A lot of people didn't know that cinnamon mm-hmm. is really good to reducing inflammation in the body. Uh, English lavender, garlic, ginger, hawthorn leaf, turmeric, and flaxseed. Yep. And those are 10 very powerful herbs. So if you have never, you hear us, I think you hear the commercials in between here on the podcast, you can go to our website, uh, uh, brownwomenwellness.com, and you'll see more about those herbs and those tea. And you can order from that website as well. We'll put that link uh, in the show notes. But uh, drinking uh, anything anti-inflammation will help you. Okay, I'm going to go note. And mm-hmm. a note real quick for the anti-inflammation tea, um, it is a separate tea from your everyday green tea, your matchas, your kind of like, I don't want to say fluff, but your kind of regular drinking teas. When you buy our anti-inflammation tea and when you make our anti-inflammation tea, it is a standout tea, which means that you're going to make it in a different kind of way. You're going to consume it uh, in a different way than let's say you would do like an Earl Grey tea every morning or something like that. Um, and we have the directions, we have videos on how to make it. It's not a hard process, but I say that to say that it's a purposeful, very purposeful tea. Some people have reversed their blood pressure levels. Some people have severely uh, gotten rid of their gout issues. Some people have corrected digestive issues from drinking this anti-inflammation tea. So it has a very specific and powerful purpose. So it's not your fluff, fluff tea. 
Okay. It's and it also is not gonna be one of those teas where it's gonna smell like the rosebuds of England. Okay. <laughs> it smells like vegetable broth and it tastes like vegetable broth. Okay, because it has a point. I have to drive that home because a lot of times people get the anti-inflammation tea and they think that it's almost like your Lipton's kind of iced tea in a way. And mm. it's like, no, honey, this tea is gonna get the job done. When you open up the packet, actually, you can smell all the herbs. They they're very strong. And um when you make that tea, and I, I tell people to make it all at one time so you could drink and sip on it all day long. Yes. Uh, now, of course, now, tea alone is not going to get rid of inflammation, okay? You got to also change a few things in your diet diet as well. Uh, one of the things that is really good for inflammation also is eating fatty fish, mm-hmm. okay? Because that's where, you know, it's important to uh, get a balance of uh, omega-3, and it's important for your brain health. Okay, so uh, these fats that are in uh, a fish, uh, actually, uh, they have, uh, I think it's their link to uh, anti-inflammation. And so there is a lot of evidence that shows that if you eat a lot of fatty fish, no matter what your diet preference is, it adds omega-3 to your food. Now, the plant-based people out there, you're going to probably just add flaxseed or linseed oil. Is an alternative to fatty fish. Okay, so if you don't eat uh, meat, uh, you can, you know, use flaxseed or linseed oil. Again, flaxseed is one of those ingredients that's in our anti-inflammation tea. Okay, mm-hmm. so that is something that you also can do. The other one is eating more leafy green vegetables. We spoke earlier about juicing. Uh, where we Most of the time when we juice, and it's so funny because I was going to tell you this, when I go to the juice bar, it always amazes me to see people ordering these fluff, fluff juices. You know, the kind <laughs> that's got all the strawberries and all of the, <laughs> you know, it's, it, they, they, they order those because it tastes good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see too many people ordering green vegetable juices, just plain green vegetable juices, because that's not what they go to the juice bar to order, but that's what they need because mm-hmm. your leafy greens are ideal for alkalizing and detoxifying your body. Don't be scared to get that juice that got that garlic in it, child. Listen, if well, you, you eat need spaghetti kale and you and eat, you need you kale eat your or, Italian food, if yeah. you eat, you're eating garlic already. So you might as well just go ahead and have it pressed in your juice. I promise you, you don't taste that bad. But your greens like your kale and your ar- ar- uh, argula, uh, spinach, Ooh, ar- arugula. Ar- Arugula. <laughs> Did I tear that word up, Arugula. Kila? I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. I knew you knew I was going to mess up a word sooner Honey, or later, right? <laughs> okay, chard and uh, collard greens. Uh, those are just to name a few. Are rich in. They have a very rich nutritional profile. They got a high concentration of micronutrients that reduce the chronic inflammation in your body. So again, those greens. Go for them. And here's another one. This is the one that most people have in their kitchen and they don't realize how powerful it is. It's extra virgin cold pressed olive oil. Notice I said cold pressed olive oil. Okay. So, and if, and if possible, organic is best here too. Because uh, And what sets this apart from your regular olive oil is the way they extract it. It's done without heat or the chemicals so they don't destroy the integrity of that amazing olive oil plant. So, you know, and I've spoken of this before. We have a lot of imposters on the shelf. If you notice now when you go to the grocery store and you look at the oil section, have y'all noticed that olive oil has taken over the oil section section of the um, grocery stores? You now have a full shelf of olive oil. 
Have y'all yeah. paid that any attention? I've seen it, especially like in Trader Joe's. It's everywhere. And and but if you but so trying to navigate your way through which is the best one to buy can be daunting. And so I I I urge you to look for one that's in a dark colored jar. Okay, that's one clue. It should be uh, a dark color so that it won't rank go rancid because olive oil can go rancid. So it should if, also mention a hundred percent somewhere should, in there. It should yeah, look at your ingredients because a lot of them are mixed. Yeah, it mixed with sunflower oil. Yeah, you see a lot of them mixed with sunflower oil. You don't want that one. And you typically, want, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive, but you want it cold pressed. Most of the time, if you look on the back of the jar, it'll say it's cold pressed. Sometimes they'll put it on the front, but look for the word cold and also look for organic. Again, olive oil goes rancid quickly. So, you know, that's why you see all of these uh, olive oils on the shelf and you're wondering, because actually they are now importing olive oil into the country illegally. It's one of the most smothered uh, oils, Smuggled. you believe they smother more olive oil now they do than drugs into the United States because everybody knows how good olive oil is. But most people don't know that how, which olive oils are really good. And so with that being said, I want to tell you guys, you're not supposed to heat olive oil because it'll oxidate. Okay. It'll oxidate, meaning that once it oxidates, it turns into a carcinogen and it also can cause cancer. So olive oil is really not supposed to be heated. Now, if you buy those little cheap brands uh, that's mixed with something, those you can heat, okay? But these the really good olive oil, they are anti-inflammatory and uh, they are rich in oleic acid. So that reduces inflammation. And these have benefits on your genes. I mean, it's linked to cancer. So it's a powerful antioxidant uh, that you can take. It actually, it's shown to work similar to ibuprofen. Only naturally. Did you know that, Kayla? I did not know that. I know. Olive oil has the same effect on you as an ibuprofen, only it's the natural way. Last but not least, let's talk about another one. Blueberries and pomegranates. That's another one. I love blueberries and I love pomegranates. Amazing health anti-inflammatory properties. Amazing. They are a natural source of antioxidants. And uh, the color that gives, I think there's something, I'm going to mess up this word. It's an antioxidant. It, it's what gives the berry its deep blue color, antioxidant. Uh, I'm saying it all wrong, probably, but it's responsible for the anti-inflammatory mm. capabilities. <laughs> so, and pomegranates, you know, not unlike blueberries, are also anti-inflammatory properties. And did you know the study shows that it can reduce inflammation in the digestive tract, pomegranate skin, as well as in the breast and your colon cancer cells? So if you ever need an excuse to keep eating more of your favorite foods, let it be, let this be it, okay? These are just some of the best foods to fight inflammation. There are many others. Uh, we will put this in our list uh, at the bottom of our show notes as well. And then, but, oh, I forgot to say, Kilo, it's one more thing we got to say. I don't know why yep. we missed this. Exercise. I was just about to say, yeah. Say it. Say get, it, get moving. Just get moving. Exercising and moving your body is key to not only breaking up toxins in the body, strengthening your mind and clearing your mind is really good for your mental health. And listen, no one is saying that you need to. And another thing, this is why a detox from social media is important because no one is saying that you have to be in this gym four or five times a week. You got to have all the cute gym clothes that you have to be uh, buffing it out and hitting the weights hard and you got to make it. No, 
Get where you need to go and do what you need to do for at least 30 minutes, whether that's cardio, whether that's some form of weight training, whether that's yoga, whether that's just stretching, walking the block, riding your bike, cycling, swimming, uh, maybe going to an exercise class, whatever. Just get your body moving. That'll be key. All right. So with that, we're going to take one last break, come back and tell you guys what we're loving this week. And we'll also give our honesty moment. We'll be right back. Feeling stressed? Need to calm your anxiety naturally? Be Well CBD Tea can do just that. Hand-picked organic herbs infused with CBD will relax you and calm those nerves. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get your 15% off. Use this code WELLHONEST15. Keila, what are you loving this week? Oh, I think she stepped away from the mic. <laughs> are you there, Miss Keila? I'm here. <laughs> okay, sorry okay. about that. I was asking you what you're loving this week. I guess I should start with myself what I'm loving this week, huh? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Um, CBD. I love CBD. When I'm stressed, and believe me, I like to smoke my CBD. Okay, all right, all you, okay, all y'all say ooh and ah, but <laughs> it's legal, okay? Where I'm at, it's legal anyway. I don't know where you at. It might not be legal, but where I'm at, it's legal. And um, I found some great local farms that sell fresh, organic uh, CBD. They grow it. I go get it. I roll me up one sometimes at night and I sit back and I just chill and it just takes the stress right off my body. And that's what I'm loving this week. (laughs) Okay. I'm here for it. Um, What am I loving this week? I am loving low sugar wines. Uh, So I do this thing where I've been exploring the wines that are made in Texas uh, because such a big state and there are lots of wineries here. And I found two that I really love. One of them uh, is not a low sugar wine uh, winery per se, but they made their wines in a very sustainable way. The other is one that uh, it does have a high alcohol content, but they don't put a lot of uh, fill fillers and um, sulfites. They don't and sulfites. sulfites. Thank you, and yeah. all of that into their wines. And I have been loving them. And sometimes with certain wines, one glass and I'm it's headache central, right? With these, not only do I not have a headache, and I'm not I'm not advocating anybody to drink the whole bottle of anything. But if you accidentally end up having way too much, because these wines are sustainably made. Um, and process correctly, you do wake up and you still feel fine the next day. So I'm really enjoying finding really good, clean red wine because red wine is my job. Are you finding them in the stores or are you ordering them online? Where you find them? Well, I found them them in the store. Uh, I found found them in local stores that Texas has. Believe it or not, uh, Whole Foods, they have a big old section that just says Texas wines mm. that I found some things in, um, sprouts. So it's been, it's been all over the place in different areas. Um, specs, which is their kind of like liquor store that is like on 10. Um, okay. but I just find them everywhere Okay, and I've been loving that cause it's uh, nice to have a good red wine, glass uh, of red wine. Okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Day. That's one way to, to de-stress mm-hmm. every now and then. All right. So honestly, uh, speaking, uh, for me this week, 
Uh, again, I'm just trying to keep from burning out. Uh, I have um, so many things going on. I'm working on the podcast. We, we, we record these podcasts in advance. I'll let you know that. And we try to keep them ready so we can have one every Thursday to drop. We try to drop a new podcast every Thursday. And that does take a lot of energy from us, but I enjoy it. We actually enjoy it, ladies. I just want you guys to know that Mm -hmm. everybody, but also uh, I'm running, you know, I'm running my real estate business. And then I'm also getting ready to start my online course that I'm going to offer to everyone who listens to this podcast, a way to get healthy. Yeah. It's called called wellness your way in 28 days. So it's going to reset your body nutritionally. And I've been working on that. So very hard, might I add. Yes. And so, you know, we have a lot going on. So honestly, I I was feeling a little burned out and I had to sit back and that's what made me uh, pull out that CBD (laughs) thing. So that's my honesty moment. Oh, well, um, I think we're on the same wave because honestly speaking, I have reached burnout. Um, I think what took me over the edge was this storm situation. Now, while I was fortunate to not have any issues, um, the impact of it is that you never know when that could have changed um, because they were doing round robin blackouts. And just because I thought I was in the clear, it doesn't mean that I was. So the anticipation and anxiety of that along with, like I said before to you guys, working a career, a nine to five career and building Brown Women Wellness. And I have another venture that I do, um, just keeping multiple streams of income going while trying to build a brand is taxing um, to your mind. So mentally, I just could not get myself together. So I'm proud of myself because honestly speaking in the past, I was shut completely all the way down and really wouldn't understand why I felt this way, which would make it even worse and all this and all of that. But because I've been here before when I've reached burnout, I kind of know what to do to shake out of it. And I'm in the process of doing that. And the best thing I can say to anybody out there who's listening, because I know we can't be the only ones who feel pressure, who have felt, um, you know, you're tired of always going through a natural disaster. You're tired of the pandemic. You're just fatigued, right? And then everybody online is telling you, you got to make all these different kind of money and all these different kind of ways. And if you're not investing and if you're not thinking about Bitcoin, if you're not doing it, listen, okay? (laughs) It's a lot. Don't do any of it. How about you just don't do anything. I think we need to revolutionize the power of rest. Yes. Because rest is key. And I'm not saying to sit there and rest while doing something. I mean, no, completely resting. Just don't do nothing. You'll be surprised how your brain will take you to the next level by you stopping all of this busyness and all of this, I got to do this. And you feel behind on this. It's an illusion because the time that we have is the time that we have right this second. And if what you want to do is sit there just to rest your brain and watch mindless TV, watch nothing, read, play a game, whatever gives your mind a break, just do it. And don't feel guilty about it. And don't let nobody make you feel guilty about it. Good advice, Kayla. Good advice. Good advice. So, you know, all of you all know this is the end of this episode. I want you to remember you can go to brownwomenwellness.com. Yes. And, and you can find a lot of things that we talk about here. Um, you will find also the latest episodes. If you missed any episodes of, well, honestly, the podcast, they are actually on 
uh, at our website at brownwomenwellness.com. You'll find all of our anti-inflammation tea. We also have, we have our stress-free candle in there too. We, we got a candle in there that has uh, coconut cream and CBD in it that you can burn. I burned one the other day and I'm burning it now. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It's so calming. It it's is so relaxing. That is, that and it smells fantastic. It smells fantastic. So go to our website at www.brownwomenwellness.com and you'll find all these things that we talk about all and the when time. You, and when you go there, if you sign up, you can get 15% off on your first order. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. It's good seeing you, Keela. See you in the next episode. Yeah, girl. Y'all stay safe out there. Stay warm. Stay blessed. And again, remember, do you. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.